From the outside, it looked like she had everything any woman would ever want. A beautiful family, beautiful million-dollar home, multiple cars, a pillar in the community. Everything on the outside would tell you that she had the perfect life. And she herself would say that she should win an Academy Award for fake. That was the lie. Her husband was abusing her. And with five children, she did not know where to go, did not know what to do. And you get to hear her story of triumph and how she has helped countless women to turn their lives around and become very successful business owners. I can't wait for you to meet Fatima Omar. Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is Lynn and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are. And I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. I am so excited to be here today. I love doing interviews. I have had so much fun. I've been meeting the most amazing women and you get to meet someone today who fell into my world and I'm so, so grateful. We have Fatima Omar here and she has quite a story, really a story of triumph. Hi Fatima, I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, Lenan. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. It is so fabulous. So please tell the listeners a little bit more about your story and where you are today. And then I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I really want to know more about. And I think our listeners need to know too. Sure. Uh, So my life today is amazing. I get to help women get visibility and position themselves as authorities and experts in certified coaching. We've helped over 150 people become best-selling authors on Amazon, written press releases for them, and I'm seen as a leader in my field. And I got married really, really young. I'm going to take you back. And I got married to a man who was an undiagnosed bipolar narcissistic with bipolar narcissistic disorder. And it didn't actually surface until our second child um, was diagnosed with cerebral palsy, spastic quadriplegic and scoliosis. And after that, things just started unraveling in my life. And he became very, very abusive. He couldn't handle his emotions. He couldn't handle stress. He just was like all over the place. And I saw this monster show up in my life. And I had gotten married to stay married. There was never going to be an option for me to get divorced. Anyway, fast forward, I had five kids with this man. And um, even through the violence and all of the things that have had happened, I didn't actually believe I would leave. And then I had a dream. 
And somewhere in my 40s, things started changing. And there was this moment, Lynn when I just knew that this man that I was married to was not going to be part of the next season of my life. And it was just mm-hmm. the switch. I, I was like, okay, satisfied, just being acquiescing. My kids were in uh, private schools, lots and lots of money, beautiful million dollar home. You know, all of those things on the outside were perfect. And then the switch happened. And so 12 years ago, I packed up the five kids, including my son in a wheelchair. My youngest was four, my oldest was 19. And I pretty much ran away, ran for my life because I was married to a very, very wealthy, influential, powerful family. Um, Yeah, and then the real test came after I left because most women actually go back because they realize how difficult it is without the money and the finances and the support and the structure. And uh, that wasn't something I was gonna do that. For me, that wasn't an option and just rebuilding my life from there to what we have today. Oh my goodness. How inspiring. I I have to ask you what made you what made you different than other women who are so afraid when they're they've left and their life is much more peaceful yet at the same time there's so much, so many new things. You know, financial, you have I mean, I think you were already taking care of the children all on your own, but you didn't have the presence of somebody else. Um, and so what, what was unique for you in making that decision that, okay, I decided this and I'm not going back. I have to find a way to do this on my own. What made you? Yeah, you stay bring up a really good that? point because 99% of women go back because it's very, very hard. And he tracked us down and hunted us down for five years after that. And we were running and homeless. And for me, I would say, if I really looked at it, it was my faith that God was going to take care of me better than anyone else. And between my faith and falling in love with my future, rather than what I had left behind, was the only two things that were pulling me to say I needed to show my children what healthy looked like. And if I was a believer and one day I would stand in front of God, the pivotal moment for me was that when I woke up and I realized to be a responsible mother, I had to model a God conscious, healthy model. And I wasn't, even as a victim, I was modeling violence. Mm, Explain that. So I was a victim, I was being perpetrated upon, and a lot of us in the situation think we don't have a choice and God's not going to ask me about it because I'm, I am being violated. Right. And so when I, when I started reading different scriptures, um, and the message was clear, God says even he doesn't allow oppression. Mm -hmm. So why am I accepting oppression from a human being? And then he's going to ask me, well, weren't you a tr- wasn't this world big enough? Were you a tree? See, trees can't move. Trees are rooted in that one spot. But I'm not a tree. I can move. I can take my kids. I can pack mm-hmm. them up. I can move. I can get in a car. When I started reading that, I was like, damn, as a believer, I am going to not have a good answer for God. I am just not going to have a good answer. So that was when I left. 
with no support. My, both my parents had passed away. My entire family lives in Johannesburg, South Africa. I was alone with five kids. So the fear and the, the awe of God's greatness was like, okay, God, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to show my kids what healthy looks like because I don't want my kids to go through their entire life only seeing me as a woman who experienced violence. But it's you and me, and you've got to help me out here because I don't want to hang my head down in shame. So holding on to that and saying the future is so much brighter than the past. That's the only thing I had, Lenan. That's the only thing I had. Right. Right. I, I've experienced something like that to a certain degree where I could have been stuck. So for example, I'm a singer and if I had let my fear take over, I would never have been in the shows that I've been in. I never would have been accepted into the degree. Um, and so when you really, really want something that's very possible, and very likely, and that you are deserving of, then that has to win. And I, honestly, I love I your story. Don't, I honestly don't think I was deserving at that time. Mm. After 22 years of, of a man breaking me down systematically, I had zero confidence. I didn't know what I was deserving of because no one had told me I deserved anything and I didn't believe I deserved anything. The only thing I was like was, I need God to be happy with me. And the deserving part came much, much later. It takes a long time to unravel the pain and the violence and the neural pathways to create new positive thinking. Yes, yes. So for listeners that are out, out there hearing your story, Fatima, what would you tell them if they are in that situation where they, you know, it's not, it's not going to serve them and things aren't going to change? What would you tell them? Because they don't believe they're deserving either, I believe. I believe yeah. they were much like so that. So there are so many steps you can take. And um, one of the first things a, a woman should do, or a man, I know that I have clients who are men as well, but mostly it's women. The, the first thing you should do is you should trust somebody and go talk to them, a doctor, a lawyer, a psychologist, a caseworker, someone who really loves you, someone you can trust, someone who knows how the system works. Because in violent situations, we lose trust of human beings. We don't know who to trust. We think everyone's the bad guy. Right. Find someone you can trust and then slowly put in places like, get yourself a UPS mailbox where you can get mail sent to a place outside of where your perpetrator can find it. Then I would say, go open a bank account and use that UPS mailbox or whatever mailbox you have. You can find a mailbox at a post office. Mm -hmm. You want to create a life outside of your perpetrator so you can build your confidence and, you know, change your passwords, make sure that because they're looking at everything. There's so much control when it comes to that. And then there's a tool you can use and you can go to YouTube uh, and it's the tapping, EFT tapping. I'm, I'm qualified in so many energy healing techniques, but tapping on, on YouTube is actually the easiest, most 
effective way of reprogramming your subconscious mind from disbelief and doubt and fear and regret and remorse and to believing in yourself and just balancing those negative triggers that you are so compounded with and start learning how to do that. And those are the first few steps I would do. Oh my goodness. I, that is so powerful because we're, we're so out of practice of believing in ourselves. And so just those little steps, really adult things that we haven't had the permission to do, those can give so much confidence. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I've really enjoyed this time with you and I, um, I look forward to future episodes because I know that you have so much to offer and I want to thank you so much for this time. And also I want to, I want to acknowledge the path that you have led, you know, you didn't ask to be in the situation that you were and you went into your marriage believing that things would be great and you have five children and one of them needs constant care you know and here you are still really thriving and you've been triumphant and i just i want to acknowledge you and how you've led your life thank you thank you lenan i got that acknowledgement oh that's wonderful so will you please tell listeners the best way to get a hold of you yes if you're on facebook uh i'm on there every single day you can find me and you, you can join our group it's all free the tribe of spiritual entrepreneurs that's actually the best place where you can find me you can google my name fatima omar i'll come up on every single google search you know and if you're the kind of woman who wants to be empowered and either launch a coaching business or get published or just connect with me. I'm very, very approachable. So yeah, find me on Facebook. Oh, that is perfect. Well, again, thank you so much. And I'm so excited for next time. Yay. Continuing the topic of domestic violence awareness. My next guest has the perspective of a child because even though she's an adult right now, she experienced all the effects of domestic violence growing up in a very abusive home. And so we're going to hear from her and find out how it really affected her and what she does now to combat all of those effects and be a successful woman today. I'm so excited for you to meet Violet on our next episode. I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today. And, you know, my guests and I, we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today. And I hope that you've been inspired. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to share it with other women who you know are looking for some more resources to help them along their healing journey. Also, go to our website, thesexymama.com, where you have an opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk together. I can assess where you are in your healing journey to see if there's more that I can do for you. And we have a private Facebook group, which is an amazing resource for you for women only. It's called Triumph After Trauma, and I will catch you next time.